Well, folks, welcome into another Locked On Phillies. The Phils lose game six to the Diamondbacks. It all comes down to this. A winner-take-all game seven to go to the World Series. The game's at the bank. Ranger Suarez is on the mound. Do the Phillies have what it takes? We're wiping game six. We're focusing on game seven. How do the Phillies still overcome everything they've given up and make it to the World Series? We'll discuss on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. Thank you so much for joining us. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that good stuff. Appreciate that. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On MLB for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Well, the Phillies had a chance to close it out. Yesterday, Aaron Nola didn't get the job done on the mound. The offense didn't get the job done at the plate. It was a miserable performance. They lose. It was lackluster. It was like disheartening. There are a lot of ways to describe last night's game. Bottom line, you have game seven, and that's what we're talking about today. Game seven tonight, 8.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Philly season hanging in the balance. The World Series is the reward. What a moment to be in. What a stressful moment. I'm already like... My chest is already hurting me, just like sitting here thinking about the game, just how much stress there's going to be and how much all of us as Phillies fans and these players and this organization has put into this season and the stuff they've gone through to get this close and now just need one more. But one more loss means they're going to be heading home. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. 8.07 p.m. is first pitch time. You can listen to every pitch of the Phillies, Diamondbacks, Game 7, the NLCS, the hometown radio broadcast of the Phillies. Uh, just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to pull that up. So, yes, go ahead and check them out on SiriusXM. And, man, I just – I'm very, very nervous about the night, and not because I don't think the Phillies are prepared and not because I don't think the Phillies are capable, but because it's a Game 7. This is something that we have never seen before – in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies. They have never once in their over 100-year history ever faced a Game 7 in the playoffs. Like, they've never faced it. Not once. This is new territory. Not the 08-09 core. Not the team back in the 80s. Not the 93 team. No. No Phillies team ever has faced a Game 7 in the postseason. So we're in uncharted waters, ladies and gentlemen. And... uh yeah, uh, so let me break this down for you. If you're uh, if you're just a Phillies fan, I know a lot of people listening are Philadelphia sports fans in general. So you might remember like a Sixers game seven or a Flyers game seven, something like that. Every Eagles game basically feels like a game seven in the postseason because it's win or go home. But let me just talk you through a game seven baseball wise and how exactly things are different. Everybody's available besides Aaron Nola. Rob Thompson talked last night, and he said that every pitcher besides Aaron Nola, it's all hands on deck, uh, are going to be available to throw. It's not because Aaron Nola thinks it's because he threw yesterday. He was the starter, okay? I think we all get that. And 
Uh, all hands on deck means you might see Zach Wheeler out of the pen. Tywon Walker. I mean, you could see Christopher Sanchez. Who knows how long Ranger Suarez is going to go. The Phillies did a nice job yesterday when they realized that game was not going their way to save some of their higher leverage arms for tonight. Everybody's available, though. Everybody. I mean, who knows who's going to pitch or in what order. That's on Rob Thompson. The managers have a very tough job in a game seven of how to – Handle who goes in when with the pitching decisions and also pinch hitting, uh, defensive replacements, pinch running, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, this is this is huge. This is your season hanging in the balance. We could see a pinch hitter in the second inning, third inning. Like you could see a defensive replacement in the fourth. Inning. Like anything could happen at any time when it comes to strategy. All that goes out the window. It's a flow of the game. It's playing to win. It's burning everything out to try and win this one. We already know who your opponent would be. Texas Rangers won game seven in the ALCS. This is only the fourth time in the history of baseball that a league championship series has gone seven games on both sides of the bracket. The other times were 2020, 2004, and 2003. So, yeah, this is not something you see very often where you get two game sevens on back-to-back nights. And the Phillies now have a chance to do what the Astros failed to do last night in protecting home field. Now that series was different because the road team won every single game in that series, which is wild. I've never seen that before. Seven games, road team wins all of them, like nuts. But the Phillies have a lot still going their way, right, when you look at game seven. So let's start with the pitching matchup. Ranger Suarez versus Brandon Fott. I know Fott was very good against the Phillies before, and we were like, how in the world did that happen? Well, when something that seems like an anomaly happens and you face that pitcher again, they're probably not going to do it a second time. And that was also in Arizona. This time, you're in Philadelphia. You're at Citizens Bank Park. You're a young pitcher, 25 years of age, a rookie, who's being thrust into this position with a game seven. Like, that's huge pressure. So, advantage to the guy who's been there before in Ranger Suarez. Advantage to the more veteran pitcher, Ranger Suarez. Advantage to the better pitcher. Ranger Suarez, he has the lowest CRA of anyone, minimum five appearances in the postseason in the history of baseball. Like, he's got a sub-one postseason ERA in eight appearances. Ranger Suarez is ready to go. Like, he is very, very cool and collected. He has the demeanor of a guy you want throwing in game seven. Like, I always thought, like, Roy Halladay was the best pitcher on those late 2000s teams or the early 2010s teams. McCliff Lee was kind of the guy that you wanted in a huge pressure spot because he just never, never broke. You saw that in the World Series when he was battling. Now I know he, he let you down, but I'm just saying like the demeanor. Roy Halladay was intense. Cliff Lee was, I mean, aloof almost in huge spots, which is kind of what Ranger Suarez is. You see the way when he fields the baseball. It just takes time. Tosses over to first. Like takes some time and looks at it. Oh, there's a guy running. All right. Whoop. Like, he's so calm in big spots. He's the guy that, like, you would want. If you can't have Wheeler, I'd want Ranger Suarez in Game 7. So, you have that going for you. The pitching matchup is in your favor. The other thing, we talked about with Brandon Fott, like how he did it once and it was so weird to see it. And then you're like, well, what are the chances he does it again? The Phillies offense yesterday in Game 6, Harper, Turner, Schwarber, Cassianos from Udo combined for one hit between all of them. Do you see that happening again? Do you think that's really going to repeat itself in a game seven? Because I don't think there's any physically possible way in reality that that happens again. It doesn't mean they're going to be like great again. They're going to win 10 nothing again. No, but it means that it's not likely that they have two of those performances in a row. 
you're also seeing Brandon Fott for a second time. I know you saw Merrill Kelly for a second time, and Merrill Kelly's a better pitcher than Fott. Those are two bona fide great starting pitchers that they have in Gallon and Kelly. Now you're looking at a situation where you get the rook. You get an unproven guy, and it's like, okay, you have to take advantage offensively. I have something that I want to talk about coming up about the offensive approach as well of the Philadelphia Phillies. Because I got this question a couple times on the radio yesterday. I got it actually at the bar after I got done my shift on air. Um, There have been multiple people who have asked me this. So I want to break this down. I want to talk to you about the mentality heading into a game seven because it has to do with this question that I keep getting from people. So we'll talk about that coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about FanDuel. October baseball, I mean, you got a game seven tonight. You know it's here. And you can make your postseason debut with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Join FanDuel today, and you'll get started with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to create your new account. Then you can get in on the action from the first pitch until the final out. Bet on everything from strikeouts to home runs to who will win the game. Now, I'm not eligible for this because I've been a FanDuel, uh, like I've used FanDuel forever. Like, I love FanDuel. That's my favorite sports book of choice. Absolutely. But I went, and you could certainly bet on who will win the game. I can guarantee because I emptied my account. I bet every last cent I have left in that account on the Philadelphia Phillies money line. That's not advice. That's not me saying you should do that. That's just telling you what I can, what I did and what you're capable of doing on FanDuel. You can bet whatever you want tonight in a huge game seven. Make it interesting already very interesting but if you don't want to wait the whole game to get a w predict what will happen in the next at bat with quick bets so head on over to fanduelcom slash locked on right now step up to the plate this postseason with 200 in bonus bets guaranteed make every moment more with fandle official sports betting partner of major league baseball phillies diamondbacks game 7 807 p.m tonight you can listen to every pitch of the Phillies broadcast of that game, uh, Phillies radio broadcast, I should say, on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies, and you'll be able to hear that. Now, it goes without saying how big tonight's game is. I'd call it a must win. I think uh, a lot of people out there would agree. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing, right? People were asking me after what happened in game six, because the evaluation I was hearing from a lot of people in game six I think is fair. The approach at the plate was too aggressive. Aaron Nola didn't get off to a good enough start. Took the air out of the building. Dimebacks choked you out. That's kind of how that works. Like, that's how, how that game went in game six. I'm trying to mention it as little as possible and just focus on game seven because you can't change it. It's how you bounce back from it. That's the mentality the team has to have. That's the mentality the fan base has to have. Because if you're going down to this game tonight, you got to be up and ready to roll. you got to be loud as anything. But I had a couple people ask me, well, or not even ask me, tell me almost, they swing for the fences. They were trying to hit home runs. They're not creating run-scoring opportunities. And it's leading to them having bad approaches at the plate. They need to change that in Game 7. And I understand where you're coming from because that is part of the reason why they lost Game 6. You absolutely can't change it going into Game 7. You cannot. This team is a home-run-centric team. That is what they are. Think about it. Imagine that you were playing, like, let's just use a different sport for an example. We're all football fans, right? Probably all Eagles fans or a lot of us. Imagine the Eagles are a pass-heavy team all year. Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball all over the field. They're throwing for like 300 yards every game through the air. And they get to the Super Bowl in the first half. It's like you can't pass. Do you automatically shift to running the football? Or do you try and find a way to have a better approach to passing it? 
It's what you do well. In the biggest moments, you have to stick with what you've done well. I'm not saying don't change the lineup. I'm not saying don't reevaluate how you've handled pitchers. But the overall philosophy of this team, how this team wins, is by creating explosive offense, ringing the bell, ball go boom, like you've seen it all over social media all year. So now you're telling me in the biggest spot of their season, you want them to turn into an average team? You want them to turn into a small ball team, a station-to-station team? That is not who they're built to be. That is not how they got here. And just because we have our backs up against the wall doesn't mean all of a sudden you change the fabric of how this team approaches hitting. Do they need to have a better approach? Absolutely. I'm not saying they can't hit for average. I'm not saying they shouldn't try to at points like move runners up, but you cannot be like, okay, stop trying to hit home runs. You cannot be less aggressive at the plate when it comes to attacking go zones and finding pitches in those spots to, to drive the baseball. Like you cannot change up your approach to this game. Rob Thompson talked last night after the game. He said, you, the goal is you treat it like Another day, just another day. You go there, you try and stay loose, you try and stay focused, you're trying to win a baseball game just like you have been a bunch of times before. So that's the thing. You don't go in and you don't say, okay, well, I got to be super patient at the plate. I got to try and put together long at bats because next thing you know, you get a pitcher who's throwing strikes, bang, bang, 0-2. You're swinging it crap all over the place, and next thing you know, you're out. Like, just continue to have the approach that you basically had all postseason. It was a little aggressive yesterday. Okay, dial that back a bit, but you can't turn from being a home run hitting team into not a home run hitting team just because you're in a game seven. If this team does not hit home runs, they do not win baseball games. If they do hit home runs, they do win baseball games. That's how they've been built. And maybe to you, that's a stressful way to watch baseball. Maybe to you, that's not the most prudent way to build a baseball team. And those are different conversations that we could have at some point. But the fact of the matter is that is how this baseball team was built. That is how they've had success. That is how they've gotten here to one win away from the World Series. And that is how they're going to make the World Series if they do, by hitting the ball out of the yard and having strong starting pitching. That's it. It's a fact of the matter. So if you're sitting there like, ah, I'm so tired of watching them try and hit home runs. Sorry, folks. That's the team you signed up for this year. That's how they were built. And that's how they're going to have to go out and attack Brandon Fott and this Diamondbacks team. Like, you have to be able to hit the ball out of the yard. Last night, no homers. I mean, you had a couple from Arizona, and it got him going early off Aaron Nola. He gives up back-to-back homers uh, to Tommy Pham and Lourdes Gurriel, and then a ring double to Evan Longoria. And from that point, I mean, game felt over. Like, the adversity that Aaron Nola faces, he didn't deal with it well, and the offense didn't battle back well, and the fan base, uh, like, didn't have anything to get up and excited about to make the Diamondbacks uncomfortable. And at the end of the day, you just kind of got choked out. But this is the thing. That's why you fought so hard for game five. That's why you fought so hard for the first two. That's why you had the advantage because you could afford a slip up in game six. And now you come back out in game seven, rested your top arms. You're ready to go. Like this is as good of a scenario as you could have hoped for in a game seven. You'd rather not be in a game seven, but if you're going to be in a game seven, you'd rather it be at home with a pitcher you trust more than their pitcher on the mound with your top bullpen arms rested, just had two days off. And, I mean, you're looking at a situation where, okay, the fan base should be behind us if we score early. We trust the pitcher. We trust our bullpen. Our offense is better. Our manager is better. Our fan base is better. Our record is better. 
like we have the home field advantage. All this stuff is so much in the Philadelphia Phillies' favor. That's why they're the better team. That's why they're favored in the game tonight. That's why all this stuff points in their direction, and it's just, okay. You, anything can happen in game seven. There's an element of randomness to it. Okay. Ball bounces weird ways. Who knows? Guys throw at weird spots. Who knows? Uh, one home run could be a difference. I mean, baseball is a weird sport to begin with. But in game seven where it's winner takes all, like that's crazy. The amount of stress and the amount of just impact that rests on every pitch, every swing of the bat. All of that is huge. So you can't predict it. You can't go in and say, well, we're going to be fine. We're going to win game seven. All you can do is put yourself in the best case scenario, the best possible situation going into a game seven, and then you hope that things go your way. And the Phillies, despite losing game six, have put themselves in the best case scenario for game seven. It really is. You can't ask for anything more than this. Uh, Like short of Zach Wheeler being available to pitch, and he is out of the pen, you can't ask for anything more than this from the Philadelphia Phillies as far as positioning. So wipe game six. Forget about it. I get how you got here was annoying, but I want you to think about it this way. Think back to October and when the Phillies found out they had clinched the top wild card seed and they knew who was behind it. Miami in the middle, Arizona, the final team into the postseason in the National League. If you had told Phillies fans that, not how they got there, not who they played to get there, not what the series looked like or not how Arizona had played, none of that, but just – You have to play the Arizona Diamondbacks one game. You win it, you go to the World Series. I think everybody takes that at that time. Now, of course, you build all this momentum. You beat Miami. You beat Atlanta. You jump out early on Arizona. It makes you feel like you choke something away. But really, you have a golden opportunity tonight in Game 7 for the Philadelphia Phillies to advance to the World Series. It's not ideal because you should have wrapped up this series already. But a month ago, or when you take the circumstances out of it and you just look at the actual baseball to be played, I think we all would have taken this. That's the way you got to view it. You got to try and look at it with a positive mentality because it's the only way to approach it. You can't go in acting like you've already been beat. The Philadelphia Phillies are very much alive. They've won three. The Diamondbacks have won three. The trends in the series, the Phillies won the first two. The Diamondbacks won the next two. The Phillies stole a game on the road. The Diamondbacks stole a game on the road. It's a dead even trend, too. So now you're in a game seven, and who knows what happens? Like, there's not even a trend to this. I had some people on the radio yesterday trying to tell me, oh, well, trends are in Diamondbacks, are in the Diamondbacks' favor. They're not. Phillies won two at home, lost two on the road, stole one on the road, lost one at home. Like, it's the same exact thing for both sides. Now you're in a situation where we'll see what bends, we'll see what breaks, we'll see what team's ready for the moment. But I, I don't know. The other thing is you also have the number one ready-for-the-moment guy in Bryce Harper. Who on the Diamondbacks do you feel like has that in them? Because I don't know that there's anybody. Maybe you might say Alec Thomas because he had two home runs in this series. But, like, who? Alec Thomas compared to Bryce Harper? You have the horses. You have the guys. Go out there and prove it. Earn your way to the World Series. And coming up, I want to talk a little bit about just the superstition and the emotions surrounding Game 7. We'll discuss as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. All right. First, I want to talk to you about game time, okay? It's tough to get into the game tonight, but not if you go ahead and use my friends over at game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, which is tonight, Game 7. It doesn't get bigger than that. 
Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They cover everything for you. Anything you could ever worry about, Game Time takes care of it. You get to see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front, so you don't have to worry about like hidden fees or anything like that. Tickets get to you quick. It's just two taps to buy them. They show up on your phone. You don't have to root through your email. It's so easy. And they have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. So if you're running a little bit behind schedule, you need to find something last minute. Game time is your place. So go ahead and check out game time. If you need to go to the NLCS game seven tonight, that's the absolute first place I'd look. And you could take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on MLB. We'll even give you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, folks. I'm a very superstitious person. I don't know that you, I don't know if you know this about me, but I played a little baseball back in my day. Never at the level that these guys are about to tonight, of course, playing in a league championship series, game seven to go to the World Series. No, that's next level. But I'm very superstitious when it comes to the way I look at baseball games. You know, I have my victory shirt. I started wearing back in early June, right when the Phillies turned the season around. I hope I haven't worn it for the last time. But I also have another shirt. So my mom got me a T-shirt on my birthday. My birthday was October 3rd. It was the day of the first game against the Marlins. And this T-shirt shows up. She didn't even tell me she was getting it. She just told me I had a package downstairs that I needed to go get at my apartment building. I see it. It's a nice red Take October T-shirt supporting the Phillies. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I set it on a chair in my apartment. It's right over there to my right. And I didn't wear it for game one. I was like, okay, well, I just got it. I'm already dressed for the game. All good. Didn't wear it for game two. Phillies sweep the Marlins. I'm like, huh, okay. The shirt's still sitting on the chair. I didn't wear it for game one against the Braves. They win down in Atlanta. Now I'm like, oh, something interesting is going on here. And they go through and they find a way to win that series against Atlanta. And that shirt is still sitting on the chair. And I think it was right around the end of the Atlanta series. I realized, oh, I haven't touched that thing since I opened it. Like I have, it's out of the package, but I haven't put it on or even considered wearing it. And I decided that I was going to save that shirt because you don't want to, like my mom got me a gift. I want to wear it for the postseason. She got it, uh, got it for me for. Like, I don't want to just let it sit there and then wear it after the fact. Like, who knows when I'll ever wear that again? It's not the same when you're not rooting on your team for what the shirt represents, a postseason shirt for 2023. So I said I'll do one of two things. I'll either wear it for the first time when the Phillies' backs are against the wall, or if they don't ever face elimination, I'll wear it at the parade. (laughs) Clearly, we know the latter is not an option as they face elimination tonight. I'll have the shirt on. Maybe there's some good, good – like juju in that maybe there's something special about that i don't know the victory shirt people called me crazy for and it turns out they played like 600 700 ball or whatever it was uh, after i started wearing it so i believe in the power of positive thinking i believe in the power of doing stuff like that and i think everybody tries to do their little routines to make them feel comfortable and some people might bash it but game seven man sit in your lucky seat wear your lucky shirt do everything you have to do like drink your lucky drink be at your lucky bar. We need everybody pulling in the same direction for a night. There can be no nervousness in this fan base. There can be no, 
uh, negativity in this fan base. There can be no doubt in this fan base. You have the better team. You have the better pitcher. You have the better manager. You have the better fan base. You have home field advantage. Like all of this stuff is in your favor. And most importantly, maybe of all, you have number three. You have Bryce Harper. Do you believe he's one of the most clutch baseball players of all time? Because I do, and he's on your team. This team, I've been fighting tooth and nail all year to try and say, they're great, they're great, they're great, and even in moments where they haven't looked great because I believed in the ceiling of this team. I believed in the potential. I have fought on their behalf. And they fought for themselves trying to win these games and make it to 90 wins and make the postseason top wild card seed and get to this point. I refuse to believe that all that was just to collapse in the NLCS. No. And I don't know if they win this game, if they're winning the World Series. I'm not even focused on that yet. But I know that they did not do all that to lose to the Arizona Diamondbacks in Game 7 on their home field and allow a celebration at Citizens Bank Park that isn't led by Garrett Stubbs in overalls. I refuse to believe that that's a possibility. I'm zoned in. I'm focused. They are too. I need all of you out there as well as the Philadelphia Phillies fan base. 8.07 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time. Phillies Diamondbacks. Again, you can hear every pitch on the SiriusXM app. Just go to the SXM app and search Phillies. And however you watch, listen to, or go to the game tonight, I need you as loud as possible. And I need you to treat it like you're fighting for your baseball lives. Because for the 2023 season, one that has had so many ups and downs, and seem to be such on a magical trajectory, and still could be, that is the case. You're fighting for the life of your 2023 season. Tonight, we see what this team's got. Are they a good team that went on a good run? Or for the second straight year, will they dare to be great? We'll find out in just a couple of hours. That's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much. Hopefully, I've got the victory shirt on, and I'm ecstatic tomorrow, and we're talking about the World Series. and. The alternative, well, you know what it is. I'll see you on the other side, folks. And um, please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff. And I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Lock on Phillies.